You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Dude. And we are live. What is going on? Thank you for hanging out with us. This is the IT in the D show post season finale of the Mandalorian. We're hanging out here in our respective homes. This is Bob, the sales guy. That is David Geek. Randy, I do the Twitters is doing the Twitters. You can find us online at IT in the D.com. Do us a favor. Give us a like on the socials and subscribe to us everywhere. Fine podcasts are sold. Uh, yeah, and obviously, end of the year, we're we're not doing any events this year. It's, <laughs> it's just we can do it in the Great Lakes Small Food Court. I heard that's packed. You just can't you can eat. You just can't sit down. So maybe we can have a. We don't. What I, you know, what I thought you were. It was supposed to be seated while you were eating. Wait, what? No. You can eat when you're stand. You can stand and eat in the Great Lakes. I just saw a post on it again. And there's a picture of everyone standing and eating. Okay. And you can go get, and you can go to the we can go to the movies, but we just can't buy popcorn. That makes sense, right? Because sitting next to someone, fine popcorn, <laughs> you get the Rona. Well, you can't wear a mask while you're eating popcorn. No, but if you're not like if you're not sitting next to anyone, no, you have to wear your mask. You have to wear your mask the whole movie, Bob. That's fine. I, like, I always joke. I always I'll cut the middle out, then I can put the straw. Right. That. You should feed the popcorn through the hole in the thing. Yeah, no. Right, um, right, but right. yeah, so I, I, God, this is why we're going to, we're going to be locked down forever. People are stupid. Um, and by people, I also mean government because I, like, dude, I mean, you know me as, 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 supportive as i have been about everything like the restaurant and bar lockdown i'm i'm really starting to have a lot of questions i really really am especially in light of stories like that and everything else going on when there's rumors you can go uh, across a border that's open and uh so not canada to, uh, you can pretty much go uh not canada no the other way and pretty much do as you wish uh yeah actually I so I saw Dewine uh the governor was supposed to be providing some sort of update on the state today I I didn't catch what the results of that were or what he actually said I'll have to give it a look uh but they have ten o'clock curfews because ten o one well know, I mean like the Rona fog. is a night hunter clearly it's a fog. It's that's a fog. it <laughs> <laughs> they got to hide in the church when it rolls in you know, right at ten o'clock. Put on the air raid sirens, and I'm, I, like, I, and I do. I think, I think that's the part I, that truly is. I think the part that drives everybody nuts is just how arbitrary and 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 silly it it all seems to be sometimes. But anyway, I'm late about I mean, it. if we had some sort of centralized government entity that could, you know, but we don't. So moving on, <laughs> yeah. and I'm uh, and I'm light about it, and I do that <clears throat> just to keep my sanity, not because I actually am. Just for the record, we know. If I can't. I can't joke about stuff. Uh, oh, dude. Well, at this point, we'd all be clinically insane and like, yeah, yeah and be window licking. Um, but no. So, hey, we uh, yeah, the the Mandalorian dropped their season finale. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not seen it. I you know what? I'd, I'd give us a good 10 minutes this time around at a minimum. And that depends on if anybody else hops in. Um, but yeah. So I dude. Uh, uh, wow. I, I, I think sums it up nicely. Just, just when you thought Filoni and Favreau couldn't do any 
better. Dude, I lo- I'm not going to lie. I love the meme that I posted with the two little kids with the ad ad and the, and the snow speeder. Oh, totally. And they're like a, huge grins on their faces like, oh, yeah, rare footage of Filoni and Favreau coming up with Mandalorian scripts. Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that's, been, that's been the running joke. Who would have thought Gutter from PCU right. would, would have seen Star Wars? Like, I, I didn't exhale. Yeah. Um, you know, could you blow me where the Pampers is? That guy. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. Uh, yeah. But, uh, mother of, mother of God. Um, well, here's the thing that they're doing. So it's kind of like what Rogue One did for Vader. So we'll start from the beginning of the episode. But what I want to say is they're making characters who weren't badass, like, have their finally have their badass moments. Like, Boba Fett was a bumbling buffoon until kind of now and now he's like okay now i understand why he's one of the most uh feared bounty hunters in the galaxy right, right. Like, ig88 we never got to see well I'll, a bullet. you know although fennec is really taking care of most of the heavy work let's be real <laughs> i mean when you have ming na wen as the actress you play to her strong suits <laughs> mm-hmm. well then here's so here's something i'm gonna jump around real quick but here's something i heard this is a rumor this is not but like you know that uh girl in the commander suit that has been on like the last two episodes and she's been pretty prominent. Yeah. She's got like kind of olive skin, short hairish. Yeah. Um, apparently they're saying she might be Sabine Wren uh, because she looks like her in the cartoon and she's been so prominent in these roles. Like why would they make her so uh, active and prominent? Like, you know what I mean? Cause they haven't really shown the same commander twice, like uh, just a sub character. Um, and she called out a couple commands. I don't know exactly because you know. And, okay, so I mean, an, an interesting theory. I, I you uh, know, the I, actress is Katie O'Brien. Okay, but like, here's the thing that they were saying is she's a legitimate uh, martial artist. And they were like, why would they let that? So you're kind of wasting her in that role. So did they put her in that role so she can eventually become, you know, uh, as she's kind progresses? of had some bit parts on some other shows or some not bit parts but like minor secondary characters uh she was on black lightning and she was on uh, agents of shield for a few episodes so she's kind of that was uh rising but i don't know it's kind of like all the people that they brought on with with you know karate or martial arts or mma yeah i don't know if she's a strong enough actress to carry a role like sabine ren so we want to just dive right into it yeah all right uh, who uh, who cried? Um, I'll admit it. Uh, cry? No. At what? I totally cried. At the ending? Yeah. The, the goodbye? Yeah. Nah. Not cried, cried, but yeah, like yeah. as much as it watches me. Uh, gonna, <laughs> like getting choked up and a couple like eyes wet, you know. I didn't think it was a sad moment. I thought it was a happy and a good, a good. But it was it wasn't crying sad either. Yeah, no, it yeah. was like. It was kind of exhilaration. It was like it was kind of like when you watch Rudy, dude, and Rudy gets to sack the quarterback, and everybody's cheering, and you're like, eh, you know, yeah. I, I don't get that reference at all, Rudy. <laughs> of course you don't. Watch the movie, Randy. It's it's one of the world's greatest films. Yeah, no, I mean, so I mean, I mean, let's be real. So I mean, you know, I I, I think we've had. Um, a lot of discussions about, you know, people felt, you know, a lot of people felt let down by the sequel trilogy. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, boycotted Solo that shouldn't have because uh, that was really, you know, kind of the film that they were looking for the entire time. And so I think Mandalorian has basically managed to give us, 
I, I mean, they're, you know, they're anywhere from, you know, 38 to 45 minute episodes. So probably a good, what, 16, 16, 18 hours. Yeah. Um, of 16 episodes. So it's been like, we have probably 12 hours, 12, 13 hours. Yeah. Of just incredible content that, that, I mean, as much as I've defended the sequels, blows the sequels away. Um, One thing that's brought the movies. The books, the video games, and the cartoons, all t- like integrated them all together. So, and honestly, that's that's the thing that I truly appreciate about um, Favreau and Filoni. Hey, Becky. Hey. So, uh, Sorry. for the no, no worries. Sorry. So, for those not to know, uh, Becky is a friend of mine. Uh, that is, she's the she's the the inside voice that I get from uh, from uh, the ICU and all the COVID information and all that kind of stuff. And she's also a giant Star Wars nerd uh, who stayed up until four in the morning the night it was released uh, to go ahead and watch it. And then, and well, then, I definitely watched it Friday morning. Uh, yeah, but it, at three a.m. Were you watching it? Oh yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I watched it as my, soon as my, it. Yeah, my sleep schedule's all jacked. Uh, true. What was going through your mind? So X-Wing's flying in. Like, at first I'm like, what, the the, the Asian, the old Asian chubby dude is going to fly in and save us? Oh, the guy from the the uh, the, yeah. the cops from the last like, episodes? Yeah. 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 Like, no. So then all of a sudden I see Black Robe. And dude, my mind is well, just racing. Back to the, the one uh, before that when uh, Cara Dune says, oh, great, one X-Wing, that'll help or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all saved now. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, well, but then as soon, but then as soon as Baby Yoda like does the head cock and the ears perk up, it's like okay, it's got to be a Jedi. Well, then yeah. I first thing it's Obi Wan. Then I'm then I'm going timeline, timeline, timeline. I'm like, nope, ten years after Jedi, not Obi Wan. And I'm like, then I'm thinking, who that like it's driving me nuts? Is it a generic? Is it Ezra? Like, yeah, I what? was like. Who who could this possibly be? The last person I thought was Luke Skywalker. Like was Luke Skywalker. Was well, but well, but and honestly, I I put like, my first thought was Luke because of X Wing and Jedi. But then I went, no, they've made it clear they're steering away from the Skywalker timeline and the Skywalker saga through all this shit. So it can't be him. And with all the other cartoon tie-ins they did this season. I'm, yeah, Ezra was like yeah. shoe in. Oh, yeah. Ezra oh, he's was back. a safe guess. Yeah, yeah, Ezra was a safe guess. But as soon as you saw that glove, yeah, it was a glove. You... It was like green lightsaber okay. still could be Ezra, could be somebody else. But then once you saw the glove, then you knew exactly who. It was. Well, that's the thing. I'm such an idiot. I'm like, I started Anakin? screaming. Like, yeah, no, I'm like Anakin. I'm like, well, no, wait, he's Darth Vader. Yeah, he's like, Vader already. Yeah. Like, I had to think of someone and go timeline and where the hell are we? And then back and forth and back and forth. And then, uh, it was just, that was, that could not have been a more emotional. And here's the thing. They, they kind of nailed it with the CGI. They, they showed though, if you, if you saw, hold on, hold on a minute. We'll get, we can rage back to, there's an actor apparently that looks just like Luke, that timeline. Like that. I, and, and, and that's why I don't it's a fake picture. It's I not, mean, there is some photoshopping on edit, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why they didn't use him. Because you look at like the CGI was good, and it probably wasn't. It probably wasn't until like the third time I watched it, where I was like, like his lips, his yeah, lips are his lips, his lips. Oh, was, oh, dude, I could I could do a sketch like flip book with stick figures that was better than Targan. Um, but I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But no, so I mean, it's, you know, uh, but like, so like that was off. But like I said, so I don't understand, especially with what they've talked about with, you know, the uh, the Obi-Wan series and, and now a possible Luke Skywalker series. Why wouldn't they have used that moment to introduce that actor in that role? If like, dude, if they could make if they could make Mark Hamill today look like Mark Hamill, you know, 40 years ago. You could have made that guy look enough like Luke that you could have pulled it off too. Well, it was yeah. Hamill's voice, though. So okay, he's a voice actor. Use his voice, right? And that was. And I read a story today where uh, basically both uh, Jar Jar. Hold on a minute. I just thought of this now. <laughs> it should have been Jar Jar. That's right. Your your no. whole theory that you know his whole theory was that uh, that Jar Jar was going to be uh, the the Sith Lord that nobody was talking yeah, about. Theory. That was it. I buy into that. Yeah. Um, but no. So like hold you on, know. Hold on. Hold on. What about the wearing the Sith robe? What what's your thoughts on that? Uh, it's not a Sith robe. That's the same robe he was wearing in Jedi. Yeah, right, but black. he was he was yeah, he going black. dark in Jedi, and then he went light. So he, then he flipped the thing down. It was gray, right? Um, so like he thought he was going to go back to like the, the black signifies he's still teetering dark side. Am I wrong? I, I no, I think yeah, black robes might have just been on sale that week, dude. I, th- I think you might be reading too much into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I mean, yeah, so <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yeah. So no, that yeah, the 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 Luke thing was, uh, yeah. When when he, when the when the when the hood flips down and it's Luke, like I said, I had written that off as even an option. Um, so that was absolutely a holy shit moment. Um, my question, like the so the one, and I can't figure out if this is a plot hole or not. But so dark troopers in the games and and in the earlier storylines were at least uh, partially human. They were cyborgs. And so they were force sensitive. Third. Okay, but they were force sensitive. So the dark troopers that are now purely robotic, why do they stop attacking when Luke lands unless they are force sensitive? And is that the indication that we have force sensitive robots? I don't know. I mean, probably just to pause and identify the new threat to see if it's worse than the current threat. I I vote Randy. Yeah, maybe. I just thought that was weird. Uh, Made made for better screen. And you know what else pissed me? So, like, I want to have one more thought. The Stormtroopers, like, they did a really good job of humanizing the Sand People and making them look, like, normal or, like, empathizing with them. Mm -hmm. They've made Luke. They gave him his badass Darth Vader Rogue One moment, right? They did it the same thing for... um, Boba Fett, but they've took they've taken stormtroopers back forty forty years. I'm just being funny with that line, but they made they made them look like bumbling buffoons. Like they suck in every you know they're supposed to be the most feared group and all of the and then in Clone Wars they're awesome. Well, because they're the clones, because they're clones, and at this point they're they're back to being human again, like normal people that they've recruited, like like oh, Finn. Oh, because they're <laughs> they're all Finns. No, they're all individual. No, like there was one scene. All oh, the clones are dead because clones had accelerated. They aging. were running towards the 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 the, uh, the office, whatever the hell the, the front window, the the, front the bridge. 
thank you. <laughs> and the stormtroopers got to yell out, like, there they are. So they turn around and shoot them. It's like, why don't you just shoot them? Like, if I'm playing Call of Duty and there's a guy running away, I'm shooting him. I'm not going, hey, guy. Well, but the, uh, the previous episode, when they were uh, attacking them on uh, Tython, I mean, like, the troopers didn't suck. Like, their aim was fairly decent. I mean, you still have the issue of what the hell, what what the hell good is stormtrooper armor? Like, it doesn't stop blasters, it doesn't stop farm implements. So, like, what what like you almost feel bad for him. What the hell's the point for it? Um, I did did think the Moff Gideon uh, Mandalorian kind of not lightsaber duel was kind of dope. Um, With the uh, with the staff, yeah, yeah. Well, and and masterfully played. Like, so that was a hell of a strategic move by him to basically put the Darksaber now in Chin's hand and, and, and not be able to have Bo Katan just take it and go. Like, that, that that's, doesn't where, make sense. that's where I find a hole. Because of the yeah, because of Sabine, Sabine just gave it to her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but so, and, and I was reading a lot of discussions about this. And so part of what's happened what's happened off screen is Bo-Katan's rule after she took the lightsaber after she took the dark saber that way um and the invasion and fall of Mandalore and so you know people like to look for omens and and bad signs well she didn't win the dark saber in combat and was the ruler and so therefore is that why Mandalore fell which would make her even more hesitant to just take it from him so does the thing actually not work no, it's not one in a duel, or is it like a taking off the helmet thing? It's no, dude, my, like, it, yeah. dude, Gideon said it. it. It's not. It's it. It's nothing inherent to the dark saber. It's the story that has the power. So well, I mean, th- this thing's gonna pick up in December twenty twenty one. Um, we're all, <laughs> it's where it's going to, can't come fast enough. And like, is this going to be like Conan? It's like, she's going to be at his throne side and he's going to take over Mandalore. Like, you know what I mean? Like the speculation of what's going to happen and all this stuff. We didn't even talk about the the ending credits, but let's, we'll get there in a minute. But. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, that's the thing. I mean, so the, like the Mandalorian as a storyline now absolutely has to go to Mandalore. Like there's no, there's no other place for it to go. Like that, like they they have to go deal with that situation. Um, now, is Baby Yoda gone? That that merchandising juggernaut. I don't, I I bet we don't see him for quite a few episodes. Yeah, I don't think he'll be completely gone from season three, but I don't think he'll be the focus of season three. That's yeah. another thing, Dave. I know you told me I was wrong with the timeline, but I've watched like three videos that that see that say the same thing as me. Does Baby Yoda get killed by Kylo Ren in Luke's training? I, I, like I said, uh, well, so uh, go ahead, back. I just said maybe. I don't know. Well, That's one of the first jokes I made. According maybe to Yoda comic, would be there. According to uh, comic book no, backstory, though, there like, were some students off planet at the time it happened. So, uh, yeah, and honestly, like my whole thing is so. I mean, you're we're sitting five years after Jedi at this point. So Ben slash Kylo is at most three or four. Um, Ten years post. Nope, five. Uh, five. Okay. And so we are at least another ten to twelve years away from from you know that whole incident uh, yeah, with. That would have put Kylo. Re- yeah, and Baby Yoda would be sixty. Well, but so that's my point. Is just from a practical standpoint, you really think the series is going to run for ten to twelve years, or are they going to have a time jump? They are. They're time jumping. They already said. Um. <laughs> 
well, we don't have to see Kylo Ren killing him, but what, the, what they said they are going to time jump, but only like a few years for each for the next. Because mm-hmm. I think there's five series, five there's going to be five uh, Mandalorian um, series or seasons. Um, and they said they're each one's going to have a little bit of a time jump, not a lot, but it, not, we're not going to see Baby Yoda dying. They wouldn't do dare do that to this the humanity. We've gone through enough with the Rona. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, just you know, it it it's plausible that it happened. But why, if Luke picked him up, why wouldn't he train him? You know what I mean? That's another thing. Unless he went back to Yoda people. Yeah, which we've never really seen outside of Yaddle. So. No, and uh, so, I mean, and, you know, you mentioned the end credit scene, uh, which apparently a lot of people missed uh, the first time around. Um, apparently people don't watch the credits either, because Bib Fortuna was in the credits, and you didn't see him all episode, so. Who pays attention yeah, to the credits, absolutely. yeah. Um, read that, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, so yeah, the, the end credit scene, uh, you know, the nice return to, uh, Jabba's Palace back on Tatooine. Um, you know, Fennec. Bib Fortuna's been hitting the buffet, eh? He's, uh, he's looking very Jabba-ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, you know, and, but it's, it's, you know, the same, you know, the Queequeg, uh, you know, the, the character that was, uh, the skiff guard, uh, was there. Um, you know, Fennec takes out basically everybody else. You know, Boba Fett comes down the stairs, and, and the gam- But apparently, the the Gamorrean guards got skinny. Oh yeah, they were they were about a buck buck eighty. <laughs> uh, those guys were like huge. In the, yeah, uh, yeah. They got yeah they got maybe tiny. They're, maybe they're teenagers, Dave. Maybe they're rookie. Maybe they're, <laughs> they, they they haven't hulked up yet. Yeah. Um, and then you know, yeah, and then he so you know he shoots Fortuna, uh, you know, knocks him off, you know, the the throne, and and that's kind of where it ends with with that view. Um, that's a very Conan ending as well. And yeah, and then they announce you know the the book of Boba Fett coming out at the same time that the next Mandalorian, which led to a flurry of speculation that you know either the book of Boba Fett was going to be Mandalorian season that's three. What I thought. Um, what it made it seem like, yeah. Or that it was going to be a. I just, that's Disney Plus's hottest thing. I don't see how they could take it and like completely flip everything and go, you know, towards Boba. When no, and like, well, and they've clearly. There was a there was a crazy amount of like clarifying posts that came out last night, like on Twitter from like LF of like uh, Disney folks um, that said, no, 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 they they they'll be launching at the same time. Different filmings. They are different stories. They are different everything. But, yeah, they're both going to they're both going to drop it about the same time. And so here's what uh, here's what I saw in one of those speculation films that they're they're gearing up towards a uh, Avengers uh, assemble movie. So the other tying, they're trying to tie all these in together with the, uh, the uh, not bad breed. What is it? What is it? The what bad batch. Bad batch. Thank you. But that's with a cartoon. Ahsoka, with Ahsoka, um, but they're trying. They're trying to tie in all these short films, the Obi Wan, to build a character, to build character knowledge, and like so people know them. And then they're going to have this mega movie. It could be ten years out, um, but like bringing everyone together at one point. Um, I mean, it's not like Favreau hasn't done it before. Yeah, I mean, up until this season, Ahsoka was completely a cartoon character, so... Yeah. I don't see any problems switching between the two. No, no, but then... Uh, uh, did the next movie they announced, was that Rogue Squadron? What's the next actual movie? Rogue Squadron is just a miniseries also. Believe that's a series as well. So 2022, there's a movie coming out. 
I don't think they gave a title or anything. I could have sworn. Maybe I'm wrong. Because, I mean, the, the next... Three, maybe? Yeah, the next movie they were talking about, if I recall correctly, was uh, The Old Republic, which they've kind of... Which they've kind of backed off on uh, because now it, it wouldn't surprise me if seeing the popularity of the series... Um, the, with like Mandalorian and that kind of stuff, it wouldn't surprise me if they dropped that back down and did a series with it. Uh, Rogue Squadron, twenty twenty three. Okay, Rogue Squadron. All right. Yeah. Which and I saw the previews for it. Basically, the person that's uh, she's a fighter pilot or fighter. Her dad was like a, a famous fighter pilot, and she wants to make the greatest fighter, you know, piloted movie that's ever been made. So that's her ambition for this. Um, so she didn't work on Top Gun two then. Didn't. No, <laughs> she got snubbed for that, so she's like, "Screw you, I'll one up you, and I'll do it in space." I'll do it in Star Wars. Yeah, um, but it's, okay. So you know, Becky, you came in a little bit late. So overall thoughts, anything you noticed that we didn't talk about? And I was watching you guys talk um, for a minute, um, but I don't, I don't know. I th- I thought it was great. I I thought this episode was great. I I really enjoyed the whole season. Um, and I, I like this, like I was screaming at the top of my lungs at three, three thirty, three forty five <laughs> in the morning, waking everyone up in my house um, with Luke. And you guys know, or well, Dave knows, like I'm a huge um, Rogue One fan. So to have like that Luke scene mimicking the Rogue One scene, which it, I love. I so was much. hoping, though. I was hoping it wasn't going to, with the fog, the green saber going down. I was, I was hoping it wasn't that, um, you know, yeah. like at least they kept it authentic or at least it kept made it his, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Did anybody else feel like this episode was rushed or no. they squeezed too much into it? I feel like this could have been either longer or two episodes compared to all of the other episodes in this season. This one felt rushed, whereas everything else felt stretched to just about right. This one felt like they could have. I- Taking a little more time I, with it. I don't feel like it felt rushed. I feel like I wanted more because I enjoyed it so much. How about that? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I was yeah. like, yeah, well, they, yeah, that's my bitch. Is now we have to wait another year, literally yeah. a year. Made, uh, I heard the, another rumor was a big series that they're going to drop in as Frog Lady. Um, I, I'm, I, I think huge anticipation for that one. <laughs> that no. <laughs> please, please tell me I'm that sarcasm. Um, sorry, go ahead, Matt. Confused on, on on one thing with the infiltration of the actual starship itself, and how she drove the or how she flew the 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 the, the fighter into the landing area, the Battlestar Galactica launch tube. Yeah, yeah, it's like that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, technology or the engineering of it. It was like, why don't you just fire into it, and that would just take care of it, right? Well, because they were trying to get themselves on the ship. See, I had the advantage of watching it at three in the morning after drinking a couple of bottles of wine. So I didn't like question <laughs> You weren't questioning anything? At all. I was just See, like, you know, in an asteroid field, though. In an asteroid field, wouldn't it do all the rocks go inside? That's kind of dumb. Well, so and honestly, like that was my question, like just from a, okay, just from a, a sheer physics. So you have this launch tube, which again, high Battlestar Galactica which shoots the ships out through the two front fins of the ship. 
So, like, if you're, yeah, if you're a random asteroid, or more to the point, if you're an attacking fighter that isn't trying to land in the bay, don't you just have to damage that little aisleway between the two fins, and then nobody can launch ships? They have shields, Dave. Okay, but if, shields. Just yes. pew pew shields. Shield. <laughs> pew pew shields. Nice. Um, and then what about that? Why would you put the dark troopers in an airlock? <laughs> well, they had to. I mean, the previous they drew episode too much power, them, right? They had to uh, be able to fly off the ship to go get Baby Yoda. So. They couldn't walk to the dark Tie Fighter because that's the one thing I actually. The, that's the only thing that I got right. I'm like, oh, how are they going to get rid of them? I go, they're going to put them in an airlock and dump them. But then they got the Iron Man thrusters and they got back in. So, <laughs> well, again, Favreau, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, where was I going? Um, oh, and then so we've got a uh, the behind the scenes, uh, the gallery, uh, which were phenomenal uh, earlier on um, for the Mandalorian drops uh, Christmas Day. So kind of looking forward to that. Is it going to be just one episode or are I, they going? I haven't I heard, heard that it was just going to be one. As a guy, I haven't heard that it's not going to be more than one. So, yeah. I'm gonna have to squeeze it in between my 17th viewing of a Christmas story, so we'll see how that works. <laughs> You're gonna be watching Wonder Woman '84, and you know damn well and good you are. I totally am. Wait, yeah. not this Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman '84 drops Christmas yeah, Day, Bob. Right, but you said a Mandalorian episode is gonna drop. No, the no, yeah, no, the man, the behind the scenes, like remember the oh, gallery oh. that they did. That yeah, was all the behind the scenes with the directors oh. and that kind of stuff. They're doing a behind the scenes, another one that drops Christmas Day. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't really the finale, Bob. They're really yeah, dropping the finale. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so Matt, you hopped in uh, a little bit late. Thoughts, comments? No, I enjoyed it. Um, I watched it twice, <laughs> uh, of course, but because uh, you know, there's a few things that you missed the first time around. Just the uh, the Ming Na Ming Na Wen, and um, just the way that they infiltrated the ship itself. I thought it was actually kind of spectacular, and with uh, Kitty Sackoff and then her sidekick, you know the way that they were all worked together is like there, there's something there which, for season three. Which I loved that little scene back in the beginning of the episode where her sidekick looks at Boba Fett and goes, "Oh, I didn't know sidekicks were allowed to speak," and it, and it like <laughs> whatever the Star Wars equivalent of the pot calling the kettle black was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the That's, um. I, I just, What's I the bad it. word I really that they introduced? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No, no, no. You're good. Go, go for it, Bob. I was like, uh, they were pointing out that they all swear in every episode. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, it, you know, very battle. You know, Battlestar Galactica had like frack and Felger carb, and and that it was it was that kind of stuff. What is? Does anyone know it? Because I was trying. I'm trying to remember it. It's like Jindaric or something you, stupid. I'd have to go back and watch it a third time to to, to listen. No, but it's in it's in every episode. <laughs> that's Somebody a bad thing, man. Uh, okay. Thank Ferrick. Thank Ferrick. Thank you. Thank Ferrick. All right. Uh, and then and then Kriffin cast and yeah. So yeah, whatever. Where did that come from? Does anyone know? I I don't know. You're a nerf herder. I don't know. But no. So yeah. So now is here it, we are. Glenn Ferrick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Glenn Fittich. I don't. I don't know. Um, but no. So yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I'm a little. I'm. I, I am 
more than a little annoyed that that we're waiting a, a year uh, for both Mandalorian season three and Boba Fett. Although I get it, and I do, I truly, I truly think this is the evil Disney mastermind at work because, like all of those, like, uh, and I think I, I think we might have talked about this last week. Like all of the initial plans that people signed up for uh, with Disney Plus were basically expiring in November. Um, and so now that's annual, everybody's annual renewal cycle. And so, yeah, no, we're not going to give you anything you're really here for until December. So you're going to have to renew for another year. You jackwads. Gotcha. See, now here's my thing on this is like, typically when series go like, like kind of like shameless, if it's, you know, there's like a year break and you're like, the hell happened last season. I think with this one, I think it was, we were so dialed into it and it was not necessarily a simple story, but it was. Yeah. Um. That it's not like I'm going to need to watch it again the week before just to like so I'll be able to catch up because I think well I think we'll just you know, but I will into it. <laughs> right so will I well and one of the things that's one of the things that I thought was really cool is they said the um the viewership for Clone Wars has gone through the roof um ever since the Ahsoka episode. Cool. Yeah, I'm kind of curious actually because. Are they going to continue with the CGI version of Luke Skywalker with Mark Hamill, or are they going to bring in somebody that closely resembles uh, Luke Skywalker, like Stan Sebastian? Yeah, that's what we were saying. Is this that's would have been a good opportunity to introduce a new actor for the character? I don't think I so. Remember. I don't think you're going to see much of him, honestly. I, don't I wouldn't expect to. I I think that season three, a lot of it is going to, I don't think we're going to travel as much. I think we're going to be on Mandalore for most of it and watching the struggle. Um, if it was, if it was that stand guy saber. though, if it was that stand guy though, do you think the fan base would have like went nuts if it wasn't the CGI mm-hmm. version, if it was an actor? Um, right. I don't know. I don't know if, if it would have been as emotional. Like, to be honest, like, to have a different actor in it, like, to go back to, like, what you were watching as a kid, you know, in the original three and have all of that familiarity, like, and, like, R2, we haven't even talked about, like, R2 coming in and, like, how ex- that was, What the like, hell did exciting. R2 say to... Yeah, what the hell did R2 say to Groku? I, I want to know. <laughs> he said, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, beep. <laughs> True story. True story. I, like... <laughs> talk to different people and people were like like people were saying he was excited to see him and then some people were saying that since Yoda like beat him up so much he was like mm. not excited to see another being like Yoda so right well yeah, R2 would have seen light him at went the, from at red the, to blue yeah Jedi temple R2 would have encountered him there so. well sure yeah I saw a speculation that maybe R2 was the one that saved him See that I've been reading more and more that it's uh, Mace Windu. I could only hope we didn't see him die on screen. No, I would love to see Mace Windu. The best meme is the look, how he looked in uh, Black. Was it Black Snake Moan (laughs) with the the (laughs) big eyes look, and he's got the receding white. Yep. Well, and that's the thing, you know, you got him all, you know, you'd have him all scarred up from the lightning and missing an arm. Having him like step out of the shadows would be a hell of a reveal moment. I'm sick of these MF and dark troopers on this MF <laughs> on this starship. <laughs> yeah. uh, but God. like, so, so talk to me about this. Like, 
we got into it a little bit with spoilers and Mark's like, well, hey, you should, you know, there's two sides to it, right? Like the team Mark, which is like, you should just watch it when it comes out. And there's like, you know, other people that are like, I was just on my Google homepage. There's a picture of Luke and baby Yoda. Dude, I was getting news alerts pushed to me. 8 a.m. Yep. Like when it dropped and it's like, thank God I didn't watch it. You know, I watched it during my lunch, during lunch break. But, um, you know, some people can't until that night. And by then... You don't even bother opening up anything. Well, so in, That's it, why you stay up until 3 a.m. <laughs> the Becky solution. That's exactly why you do it. Well, and so, like, and like I said, I mean, especially on, or at least especially on Facebook, there's an easy solution for it. I mean, Bob, you remember the old message board days. Every, every BBS, every message board software had a spoiler tag. Yeah. Where, like, if you wanted to hide what you were posting about, you just encapsulated it in the spoiler tag. And then somebody had to deliberately click on it to read it. Facebook already has this technology. They use it all the time with, you know, warning may contain graphic or sensitive content, yada, 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 click to reveal, but it's only available to the moderation team. Why not give that to us to let us self-censor what we're posting or at least be able to hide what we're posting, especially when it comes to, you know, spoilers and that kind of stuff? I think it'd be a perfect solution for the problem. Yeah, Reddit has that feature. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Reddit's a glorified BBS. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, it, no it, it is, Randy. It, <laughs> you can't stop Google or your news feed. That's the thing. Like, why are they, like, all they had to do was do clickbait title and then run. And then if you want to click through to it, click through to it. Yeah. Right. Then spoiler, spoiler, you know, don't have the picture going. Just a basically a holy shit, the Mandalorian ending or, or you know, season two ending was, was glorious. Spoiler. I have no sympathy for any of you. You should have stayed up and watched that shit. <laughs> I didn't get it ruined. No, I, it was a surprise to me. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't ruined. I mean, I watched it at seven thirty. You watched it pretty early because you were messaging me. Because like at four in the morning, I was on Facebook, talking, <laughs> like, losing her ever living mind. I didn't like spoil anything, but I was like, "Holy!" <laughs> and then you messaged me later that morning, like, "Holy!" <laughs> is what you wrote back to me dave i did i'm glad, they, uh, I'm glad a lot of people said watch the ending credits i would have never have done it there would be no yeah. point to really? they're so yeah, good i was i always watch the them. ending i watched the credits for you know the, the the artistry and the stills that they put out there but there were none of that really uh so i, I would have been confused and would have stuck through the uh, credits personally but since someone said, hey, watch, you know, Dave, you said, hey, watch to the end. Well, yeah, because it's not like they've ever had a post credit scene before. So, I mean, it's it's not something you would be looking for. And so that's why a lot of people miss it. And like like Ray and a couple of the other guys were like, wait, what? There's a what? <laughs> OK, guess I'm watching it again. Yeah. Right. And you know what, though? You know, it's funny. I did see the CGI Luke. And I paid no mind. I thought nothing of it. I saw it. I don't know what what website I went to. What it was just his like his, his him that that was it. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even like. I kind of glossed over it. And the, but then like it when that happened. Oh, like, before oh, you God, saw it. Oh, showed like a full body picture of him. I'm like, you know, I didn't again. I, I didn't even dawn on me that that was. It. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, because you know, because there are. I mean, dude, I I was watching full on. Flame wars break out on friends' wall, you know, friends' walls, and people unfriending each other and people blocking each other 
over because I mean you know and that's the thing like you know like Becky to your point I I do I kind of agree with Mark that you know what if it's something that's important to you you're gonna make the you're gonna find the time to watch it yeah I I yeah like I've always said you know what movies give it and give it you know at least a week and a half to two weeks past the release because it takes a little bit of effort to actually get to a movie theater um TV shows especially in the on demand age at least a day, maybe two, like, you know, and, and then even then, like, you know, couch it and hide it as much as you can in your post just to not ruin things for people. Like, cause I mean, let's be real. That was a hell of an amazing moment. And if I had said, not expected by anybody. no. And if, and if I had known that walking in, I'd have been pissed. I, I absolutely would have been pissed off that moment. The, the green lightsaber slicing them up, watching on the TVs. I mean, that was like as much, like emotion that I've gotten watching this in the two years that this thing's been on, you know, period. When that, when the green lightsaber, I kind of just, you know, perked up and then I sat forward on the couch a little bit. I'm like, who, okay, who is that? Okay. It can't be this person. Then I'm trying, I'm trying to guess the entire. Well, so yeah, that's what we were talking about before is like, so me, my first thought, you know, X-Wing lands, baby Yoda perks up and does like the Sony dog thing. My first thought was Luke because he was the only okay. It's a Jedi in a in a next wing, but it was like, oh no, they've they've completely avoided that storyline and said they're going to, so it can't be him. So all right, who else can it be? And then they're like, well, wait a minute, green saber. Well, wait a minute, glove. What? what it kind of has to be your rat bastards. <laughs> yeah, once a glove. Like I didn't even need the belt buckle. Like like yeah, part yeah. like. Maybe yeah, the, the green lightsaber kind of narrowed it down, but the glove finalized it. Maybe, and Luke then you also had like the hilt of Grogu. the lightsaber. Like if you were looking, like everything's like completely recognized yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying, Matt? Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, Luke was just the Uber driver picking up uh, Grogu and taking him to his final destination. Right. So I think <laughs> your your Uber driver is near. Um, well, and 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 I do know, and R two was a was a phenomenal touch like that. You know that that just the continuation of of at least R two having been present through the because I mean there there is that one fan theory that's been out there since day one that that Star Wars is literally nothing more than the recollection of R two D two and 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 that was uh remember the the samurai movie that we talked about yeah it was the two buffoon characters the yep. tall one and the short one and uh, it's all modeled after that yep. Um, and if you watch, hmm. it's, that's how the war and everything is through their eyes. Yeah. Because hmm. yeah, he was R2 has been there through every step of the way. Have you watched that uh, Samurai movie, Matt? Uh, what's the name of it? I haven't. Just Google what, you know what Star Wars based on Samurai movie. And then it's the first thing that pops up. And it's been on demand lately. Um, All right. And I sat and watched it. And. The similarities in, like, the bad guy at the end with the staff was, like, it's a total Vader. Thing. The Hidden Fortress. Hidden Fortress. It's it's uh, it's not as – it's a really good watch. The Hidden Fortress. It's a really good watch. It's black and white. All right. Um, but it's a easy-to-follow story, and it's a – Dang. Well, and so that's the thing. I mean, you know, you, Matt, you talk about, you know, watching the credits. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. so, I mean, you talk about watching the credits for the artwork and that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, that's – if you go back and look at the original concept art, like Vader was very samurai-ish. That that original armor could not have been any more samurai related, and that's why it's you know lightsabers because it's sword fighting and that kind of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah, it, it it draws heavily on that nonsense. Um, so I, I guess the big question is: so what are you, what are you watching for the next year now? <laughs> Baywatch reruns. <laughs> well, in what three weeks? Uh, WandaVision comes out. What is that? Uh, MCU. With, yeah, with Wanda and Vision. WandaVision. <laughs> it's in the name. I don't know. That's Wanda <laughs> no, the Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet Witch. Oh. Um, I, I literally had, uh, you know, uh, Kyle. Kyle from down in Toledo, actually. Um, he's like, hey, uh, Wham Again rules post. Uh, does it have to be Wham or, you know, like, do I get eliminated if it's a cover? I'm like, dude, it's in the name of the game. Like, it's the name is what you have. Yes, it has to be the Wham version. Don't be an idiot. Um, yeah, so that, I guess that's really, I don't know, are we are we wrapped on Mando? Yeah, I would just like to say it's excited as everyone is about Mando. Like, what I'm really excited for is that Cassian Andor series that's coming two years. Like, I have to wait two years for that. Well, because you, you are the, I will, like, you are the, yeah, you are the Rogue One freak. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's the one I said was going to be hot garbage. No. Oh, go to hell! I Bob. hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, also have to remember her favorite character is K2SO, so it'll 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 I'm depend on K2. it'll depend on whether or not he shows up. <laughs> he'll about he'll that be one. there. He's going to be there. All right. Well, thanks for having me on to chat. Yeah, and I'll uh, I'll shoot you a link later because uh, I I, t- I chatted with Lauren and she said she's absolutely down to hop on later. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> later. Let me go get some wine. I'll be back. <laughs> um, yeah no worries we're just get, we're just gonna be talking about regular crap from here on out so yeah yeah I got, but uh yeah i'll uh, probably pop on a little bit later as well okay we all right fellas enjoy right. your evenings bob good to see you likewise man always, randy, a always a, yeah uh randy always good to see you too <laughs> see you fellas so i guess we'll uh whatever I, oh yeah whatever i'll tell you me yeah We'll kick off the uh, tech talk with how Gmail almost made me shit my pants. I, I, I really want to, yeah, like you sent, you, that's all you sent across in the notes. And I was like, wait, what? So, I'm, you know, I had to send a link over from my work email to my Gmail. Okay. I wanted to email myself because I had to open it up on uh, my, uh, my personal. And I get an, I get an, uh, did not send or uh, bounce back. And it's like the 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 recipient's name is not a thing. Okay. I'm like, all right. And I look to see if I spelled my last name right. Yeah, I did. I do it again. Bounces. Do it again. Bounces. I'm like, okay, maybe it's some Office 365. I'll go in from Yahoo. I go into Yahoo to email my Gmail. Bounces. So now I'm like, it does not exist. So I'm like, okay, wait. Am I logged into Google? What so did I do? Like, yeah. I'm back. So then I finally, after I do all my tech support and go through everything, I, I Google Gmail down and like, sure as shit, there was like a nationwide outage for it. Oh. And during that blip, I happened to be emailing myself and I didn't get email for an hour and a half. And then all of a sudden just started, just piled in. That's not a good feeling at all. But that's the first time, at least that I was cognizant of that since I've gotten Gmail in what 2006 yeah um yeah. so i mean i guess you know 
But man, I was like, did I lose my email address? Like, like what the yeah, exactly? What the hell did I do? And it's going through my mind, like, what am I got to make my email to be? You know, the guy in California has got <laughs> right. Yeah, now I got to create a new email address, and the only thing left is my uncle spanks the monkey at gmail dot com. Damn it! Right. I got <laughs> Papa sixty nine. Um, but no, so we had uh, we we touched on it briefly. Uh, so HBO Max, thankfully, is now available on Roku systems. Um, I went ahead and uh, set it up and installed it. So much happier with it than I was trying to navigate it on my phone and and screen it to my TV. Um, that app sucks. I do it on the Roku. It's not terrible. Like it's I'm I'm kind of like you were complaining about navigation and that kind of stuff. I you know hey here's all the DC stuff here's all the Warner Brothers stuff here's the different you know they, I think they call them hubs if I recall correctly. Um, here's the different hubs you can hop into and and navigate the that way. Organization's fine. It's when you're playing a movie. See, I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't hit any issues yet. Then again, I've only watched a couple things on it. But the fl- uh, flight attendant is great, by the way. I, I actually added that to my list because I remembered you had, uh, you had mentioned that before. Yep. Um, and then, like I said, like I feel like I'm, I, like I'm, I'm sure I'm late to the game, but like I've just recently started playing around a lot more with uh, Pluto and Tubi um, as. Ooh. To me or not to me, uh, and like Pluto is outstanding. Like for a free TV alternative, um, dude, they have so much. Like they have a like their crew, their true crime genre has like twenty different channels. There's a it's a channel that's just CSI twenty four hours a day, Law and Order twenty four hours a day, whatever you want to watch twenty. There's a Baywatch channel twenty four hours a day. Um, you know, nine oh two one oh. It there's a uh, the the eighties rewind channel. I think I was you know I watched you know Blue Thunder followed by Girls Just Want to Have Fun when I was running shows last night. Um, it and it's just it's great. I I I'm really kind of I'm digging it. I will give it a whirl. It's worth it. Uh, da, 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 da. So there were there were two. So obviously, you know, the we've got two new the the, the uh, Moderna vaccine got approval. Um, of course, with any new thing that's out there, there are going to be scams that are coming along with them. Um, for the love of God, people do not fall for any phone calls uh, from Microsoft tech support or anyone saying they can get you uh, on on the fast track list to get a vaccine. That does not exist. Whoever does crap like this, there's a, there's a really, um, I wouldn't want them in hell because I don't want them with me. There's a real, right. there's a place for you. Um, like, can't you just go? Like, I'd rather you sell toilet paper. On just use your place. powers for good. Like, like if you would you put, don't even have to do them for good. Like, if you would just use ten percent of ten percent of that energy into something positive, we'd be better. Yeah, he's asking for Medicare numbers and oh, and Medicare Social Security numbers, and yeah, oh yeah. Then we need your credit card number to you know reserve the vial for you, and get. And they have to remind you that the Social Security Administration will not sign you up to receive a vaccine. No. Um, yeah, I can get you on the waiting list. No, none, none of that. No, no, yeah, ick. it's bananas that people do that like already. God. Um, and then there is a uh, the FDA just approved a home test kit, um, which is a good thing. I mean, I, I know uh, in fact, I've referred quite a few people. Uh, you know, the, the state has a really good um, program uh, or section of their website where you can find like free testing locations or uh, for cost testing locations. Um, and I've been I've been funneling a lot of people through that. But being, being able to you do know, it. I've, 
Is it the same one like I heard when you do like the uh, the one that's ready in like two hours, the rapid test? Uh, some of them, some of them are rapid test. Some of them are PCR. Uh, actually, no, okay. I bl- yeah. There's a five day one, and then there's the rapid. I always heard the rapid could not be more inaccurate. Uh, so the, that's the problem with the rapid test is that it's it's. I believe the last time I heard it was about a thirty. God, I wish we had kept Becky on because she would know. Um, it's about a thirty percent inaccuracy rate. That's insanely huge. That's not a good inaccuracy rate to have expect, with something like this. You expect 3%. Right. Yeah, no, not insane. not 30. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, and, and I guess just uh, from the from the, the, the COVID files continued, uh, places that don't want to close, uh, the latest one is Andiamo's that has now lost their liquor license um, after the health department stopped by not once but several times when they were having wedding parties um, of 75 to 100 people. Uh, yeah. And this was the day after they said, We'll be good and follow the state's guidelines. Yeah, because they were one of the people behind the whole lawsuit that got shot down. Yeah, um, yeah and and dude, and, and I get it. Like I said, I mean, I as supportive, even as supportive as I've been over the whole thing. Like I, I do. Even I'm starting to have a lot of questions because some of the stuff doesn't seem to really add up or or make a ton of sense. And and I. Dude, I feel for him. I'm like, I'm, I'm thrilled that this, you know, this latest uh, package that got pushed through um, specifically includes uh, funding for uh, live entertainment venues and that kind of stuff. Really hope it actually pans out that they're the ones that get it. Because um, I mean, not, like not mega churches down in Texas. Oh, yeah, or California. Looking at you, Joel Austin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Got four million bucks. Yeah. And oh, by the way, is a religious organization, and so doesn't pay taxes. Let's let's keep that in mind. Don't don't forget that, that one. Guy worth like a billion dollars. It's ridiculous. I yeah. Um, before my head explodes about that, let's have my head explode about this. Uh, so apparently, Seth MacFarlane is remaking uh, Revenge of the Nerds, which I'm in. Like by and large, I'm a fan of whatever Seth MacFarlane chooses to do. No. I, we did this take. We argued about it before, and they've won. I mean, Bill Gates is the richest man in the world. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know. Uh, there's there's nothing of, left to revenge. <laughs> why can't I think of his name, the, the quarterback for the um, that's been on all the sitcoms, and every time he'd go to a sitcom, the sitcom would die. Um, Jefferson from Married with Children. Oh, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he's not working. So, yeah, like, you know. So yeah, they've won. Um, what could you possibly? And nobody, you're not allowed to bully anymore because then they'll 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 protest you, or they'll kick you out of school. So how are you going to be able to bully nerds in college? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like I said, I mean, apparently, you know, the the story, the one story I read said they were taking it in a different direction, and it was just about like, you know, like a day in the life of a nerd. Which okay, whatever. How fun could that really be? Um, play video games for two hours. What a great movie. <laughs> Anyway, the only way that story works is if they have the nerd have a friend like you, Bob. Like you need they they need the they need the me, but they need the sales guy to to like be be that force pulling them into random situations where wacky mayhem ensues. That was booger. <laughs> there you go. That's what you need. Um, I do have a "Give Me Head Till I'm Dead" T-shirt. Of course you do. Uh, so, dude. <laughs> Speaking of gimme, I want to make sure I get this name right. Uh, Dr. Philip 
I'm going to go with Pevin. Um, McCracken? Don't call me McCracken. Yeah, no, Dr. Philip Pevin, uh, who is now 104 years old, apparently fathered hundreds of children throughout the area uh, because as women were coming to him with fertility issues, he would just use either his sperm or one of his partner, one of his doctor partner's sperm instead of like tough would it have been if he knows how to extract it and inject it how hard is it to say every guy knows how to extract it right but (laughs) how hard would it for like did he have to use his own or was he trying did he have this god thing that he wanted to be like oh that's and that was part of the interview they said yeah he was he was almost more of a scientist than he was a doctor at this point um, cause yeah, the story, you know, was basically, well, in the you know, fifties, they were doing lobotomies if you were gay, like for crying out loud, like, the, you know, in the name of science. So yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, so like, yeah, that's why I said, you know, this, yeah, this, I don't think this is a, this is a technology question. This is an ethics question. Um, yeah, I mean, I, cause you know, a lady like, you know, did the whole 23 and me thing and basically discovered that she had a half brother. Um, and they both traced back to the same doctor that her mom went to. Um, and you have 150 half brothers and sisters, dude, especially, and we've made this joke before, like Detroit is the smallest big city that there is. Like we've all fooled around with each other at some point. And the creepy factor. It's like Iceland. Right. Yeah. You have to have the the degrees of separation. Yeah. Now they have to update all that. You have to have the degrees of separation. Yeah. Um, dude, I was a little amazed, uh, to find out that there was a drug pipeline heading to the University of North Carolina and Duke that dealt, it was, I want to make sure I get this again, I want to make sure, 200 pounds of weed and two keys of coke on a weekly basis. It's not a lot if you think about it. I'm just saying, dude. That's not even an army duffel bag. That's like, that's like a, that's like a, uh, uh dude. No, two, no. Okay, two keys is, yeah, dude. Two hundred pounds of weed is is a lot more weed than you think it is. It's an army duffel bag. It's bigger than that. Trust me. Okay, then it's a lot. I, I, you know, but like, just from a sheer, I mean, because well, you mean, you think about, you know, so you've got pounds, and then you've got eighths, and then you've got dime. So you know, I mean, you've you've got. I mean, just think of how that gets disseminated out. Um, I mean, that's that's a lot of drugs on a weekly basis. A Holy money. shit! Oh, it's oh yeah, was it uh, was it one point two one point two five million a week? I believe, if I recall correctly, one five in sales. Yeah, I. And you're getting seventy three months behind bars. And then, uh, you know, that's the, that was the joke. Who would have thought uh, during Christmas you could smoke weed with your family and the illegal part would be getting together with your family? Hey, uh, you got to bring a dish to Puff Puff Pass. That's, uh, that's, that's how family gatherings work now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then your favorite topic, Bob, uh, I love that. Uh, no, actually, I, I don't love it. kind of freaks the hell out of me. Um, an AI has now co-piloted and flown a U-2 spy plane. We are truly, truly, I feel like we say this at least once every four months. We are truly not going to be happy until we have activated Skynet and take ourselves out as a species. At least leave the, what's so hard about leaving the Nintendo pilots back uh, back at Houston? Just, or, just auto from airplane. 
the, the inflatable the, Middle East. the inflatable auto from airplane. That's all we need. That too. <laughs> Let him do his thing. What's the point of this? <sighs> is, is it like a the Google car and it just you know it's collecting data? Well, I mean, so the you know the U two is a spy plane, uh, you know that that flies at super high altitude, and they've always had issues with you know pilots being able to sustain you know being up there that long and that kind of stuff. Why not have like I said the Nintendo pilots that, that bombs the Middle East every day? Like, uh, I I don't know maybe signal strength. I I, I don't know why. I, you do Wi Fi in the space in the in the space in the satellites. So why can't you? The internet's come from the satellites. You know that, right? It's, uh, dude, I, oh, somebody asked me, they're like, so what is a technology that you fundamentally understand but still seems like magic to you? And I'm like, I can be driving in my car and it's moving, and yet 80s music comes to me from space. Like, that's that's outstanding. <laughs> Which, be careful with the, uh, with the, the next generation uh, cell phones. It'll, it'll fry your brain. So just... And I, whatever it's technology, give it to me. I know. I, me too. Uh, you same. know. You know. We are. Um, hey, uh, you want to buy a haunted house? Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Apparently, uh, Erebus uh, for from in Pontiac that everyone in this area I'm sure is familiar with uh, is up for sale for the low low price of fourteen point five million dollars. I um I just thought it was funny that their name the brothers that own it their last name is Terabus. Yeah, oh, there was I remember there's yeah there was a story that came out like when they when they named it and that's why they named it that yeah. See now the um the business is going for ten million and the building is going for four or five so now like in the area of Pontiac that, that is that building is not a four or five four point five million dollar building yeah I wouldn't think so um, but no, like the business. The the haunted house is the ten million dollar business, and then there's yeah. an escape room next door that's four point five. So oh, oh oh oh, two businesses, buildings. but but like um, I mean, Erebus is what it still holds the Guinness Book of World Record for the largest haunted house. It's nationally known. It's you know that's it's it's an attraction. Oh, yeah, it's definitely got some cool factor to it. I just uh, yeah, I mean, somebody might buy it. Well, soccer, whatever, with the ultimate soccer in Pontiac sold for thirty million. No shit. That's like yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, uh, United Shore bought it. Um, yeah, because ironically, I was meeting with a client. This guy comes into Starbucks, shakes everybody's hand, and he's talking, talking, talking. They knew each other. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, that guy owns Ultimate Soccer. And I go, oh, that thing's for sale for like $30 million. He's a crackhead. Like two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> like United Shore buys. I'm like, I, go, I guess I was wrong. I'm a moron. I'm an idiot. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, and so I, uh, an update to a story that we've talked about in the past. Uh, folks may remember uh, the kid that got mad. Well, not kid. I mean, he's I think he's in his 20s, if I recall correctly, late 20s, um, that got angry when his parents threw away his porn collection when he moved away from home and they didn't want to store it. Um, and he sued them. And, and I think that's the last time we talked about it was that the lawsuit had been filed. Uh, he has now won this lawsuit against his parents. Uh, for and I would again. Uh, so it was uh, twelve boxes full of porn, VHSs, uh, that uh, it comprised of uh, one thousand six hundred and five individual titles, uh, and then two boxes of what were only described as toys. So I, I don't really know. That could be blow up dog. Could be anything. Um, but yeah. So uh, bro had a lot of porn, uh, and and when he moved to Indiana, his parents felt creepy having it in the house, and so they threw it away. 
And so now he has won a lawsuit against them where the value has been placed at about $25,600, and apparently he is entitled to triple damages. So if this dude, I really want to know if this dude's going to follow through and be that big of a dick that he's going to try to get $75,000 out of his parents. How are you going to find, like, Big Plumper's Volume 14, like, now on VHS? Yeah, the, the studio's been defunct for... Right, like how are you going to replace? I said that's the thing; you can't replace it. And apparently, you know the ones you had. Well, apparently, he had a list, uh, and and I guess they brought in an expert um, from the uh, what was it the uh, the the house of it wasn't the house of porn, but the house of something um, out in Las Vegas to basically evaluate um, what his collection actually was because she's the expert. You know. Uh, erotic Heritage Museum in Las Vegas. Thank you. The, oh, the, it sounds so classy. The Erotic Heritage Museum. <laughs> it's, it's better than the, the Smut Palace. Actually, I'd go if it was the Smut Palace. Vintage porn. Um, so we always talked about, you know, I had an interesting conversation with, with somebody that was talking about their restaurant concept that's for, in Chicago is performing at 300% sales after COVID. Okay. Um, they They basically took, they had like, Six different products, like product lines, whether it be Mexican food, a chicken sandwich, and they created ghost brands for that those products. Put like a four menu option, right uh, on, uh, and then basically set up like drive through bags, like like perfected to home delivery. So yeah, we and we talked about this a little bit last week with the guy from Mabel Gray, yeah. Yeah, no, this so there's yeah, so this is another but like there's you know, this guy's up is literally this one chain is, is up three hundred percent their sales. Um but now, you know, and I'm looking at this article now, it says Michigan, you know, bars fight back with opening up a virtual bar. See, and, that, and like I said, and that's that was my question that went along with that story is why is that why is the title of that article fighting back? Why is it not just adapting like the evolving. rest of us to stay alive? Yeah, adapting, evolving, innovating. No, offering right. Most, new service. Yeah, this isn't like I'll get you. Right. No, I'm trying to keep my business open. Um and I kind of don't the one, you know, the things I like are like kind of like what like Nick Britsky does is like that home mixology where you like corporate corporate is doing it where they're shipping people boxes of, of stuff yep. and then you can make the stuff. Like I think that's the thing. Like it's not I don't want to just sit here and freaking guzzle booze like i want to sit like if you're gonna let if we're gonna go through this process yeah, i mean i'm i'm perfectly okay with that just so we're clear i'm just saying <laughs> um basically yeah these like master classes and stuff i think are great like the happy hour thing how do you moderate if there's like 60 people in a room Again, oh no 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 dude in that situation nobody talks it's you know it's, it's basically the um auditorium concept where you've got like the the person who's presenting is the big screen and everybody else just kind of sits there see i'm like look i'm looking at the like the virtual happy hour um see and that's like well again that's to the point of you know why we haven't done a virtual networking event it oh, just it like, doesn't seem practical i had to do an hoa meeting where you said like you know Raise your hand, and then you had to say, "Okay, you got the mic." Right. And, you know, one question. And, uh, be I'm the muting you now. be the Mr. Garrison. Garrison, I mute everybody. Right. That was right. Mr. Mackey. That wasn't Mr. Garrison. Sorry. Um. The 
now that we get into the, the dumb... Um... Well, no, but I mean, so, it, I, I, like, I do, I, I like the concept, and, I, and I've been watching some of the posts in, uh, you know, some of the bartender groups and some of the Michigan bar groups, where they're saying, like, it's it's actually, like, I, I mean, if you can pull it off, it's amazing, because it's, like, 28, they said, they're, like, they're, this one girl was saying her bar did it, and it was $28 per person, and they weren't even supplying the booze. Like, you still had to go out and buy whatever the ingredients were for the drink they were going to teach you how to make. And, you know, bartender, you know, whoever it was that hosted it got $28 times number of people to just do that. I think, so, Mabel, I think Mabel Gray can get away with it because it's, it's, it's another level. Can Duffy's get away with it, my, the corner bar? Right? Well, but they, uh, hey, what, here's how you pour a Pabst? I mean, that. <laughs> Kessler's, too, you know, or like, you know, what do you do? Do you do karaoke nights? We're like, okay, now Bob's up, and you know what I mean? Dude, a lot. There's been a lot of those that have gone on. Like, yeah. You'll never find you're in your living room. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, it's it's been a thing. I've, I've, I mean, I've not participated, but I've watched a few of them just to see how it goes. It's, it's entertaining. So, what, um, What's your thoughts on the uh, on the FDA regulating Fran- French dressing, dude? I'm okay. So this this was other than the porn story, one of the dumbest things that I've read this entire week. I had no idea that our government actually spent time, effort, energy, and money to regulate French dressing. So here's the thing: like in Germany, they have Reinheitsgebot. Everyone's pretty familiar with it. it's the German. It's beer the beer purity law. law. Yeah. From like it's from like fifteen hundred or I don't even know when, but like since nineteen fifty, the federal government has been regulating the ingredients that go into French dressing. I, and now, and now they're announcing they want to get out of the business. And then the quote is, which even dumber: the standard does not appear necessary to ensure that the product meets consumer expectations. And it's no longer necessary to promote honesty and fair dealing in the interest of consumers. Like I feel like I feel like there's a story that was left out of that article. Like there has to have been some great French dressing caper like around like the in the late 40s that happened that led to this being a thing that we're not aware of. Dave, there's hundreds of foods apparently. Uh, mayonnaise, bread, ketchup, milk, chocolate, makeup that the agency controls. More, more, the rules are more than 75 years old and they're not even being used. Just like some things like chocolate should be regulated. Like percentage of cacao and all that stuff. Yeah. How much? Yeah. But they're using like high, don't they use fructose corn syrup and all that? Like it's not like there's nothing that makes you have only four ingredients. There's so many additives and bullshit in, in all this stuff. Yeah. I think it's more like getting at least what you're saying. Uh, ad- advertising but yeah french dressing is weird i don't yeah i've never i've been eating french dressing i think since i've been like eight yeah it's i don't like the worst one hands down yeah i'd much rather if i'm going for a bright orange dressing i'd rather go for catalina than this isn't that the same thing it's a similar oh. but have you ever seen an ostrich pillow yes it, <laughs> came, into my, it. it, it came into my feed today and basically, it's a pillow that is, there's a hole for your nose and your mouth. Yeah. Everything else covers your head like a like a helmet all the way down to your neck. 
Yeah, and then but there's two holes your, yeah. like where the bull horns go, so you can put your hands in there. Yep. I, and yeah, this has got to be one of the dumbest, hands down, one of the stupidest things oh, yeah. I think I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I I love that you literally that you do not remember that we talked about this when we were still no. broadcasting at the Russell. Like that's how old those things are. I think I, I remember. I'm. I know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the nights there, no, no recollection. I'm stunned they're still around. I mean, I, I don't know if it's because somebody's trying to keep pushing them, or if they're really just all that functional and comfortable. Who knows? It, it, the stuff that comes into my feed, I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Like either what they know about me, or what they think I know, or the what they was, think you're going to laugh at and talk about. Yeah. Well, the one was. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's for Randy. So I got him, you know, I got him that. I got to give it to him yet. I'm not going to spoil it. But like, you know, um, it's and it's not a it's not a wiener a decoration on the tree. It's not <laughs> nothing like that that you um, know of. <laughs> so I guess you know, let's the the story that came out of the Cayman Islands uh, that's that's causing a little bit of an uproar here in the U.S. Kind of, and and I, I mean, the best analogy I go back to is that kid in Singapore. Um, that you know got caught doing graffiti and got caned. Um, apparently, uh, an 18 year old girl uh, went down to the Cayman Islands. If you go to the Cayman Islands, you are required to quarantine for two weeks. Um, she took off her geofence uh, bracelet uh, that was supposed to keep her in her hotel after uh, only, I believe it was the second day she was there um, to go see her boyfriend uh, or whoever in some sort of competition, um, and they caught her. And initially, it was just going to be like a, a slap on the wrist kind of thing. And then somebody decided to appeal. And so now it's a big old fine. It's a really big old fine um, and four months in jail. So the Cayman Islands, the same island that basically houses every casino, online casino, mm-hmm. and tax shelter known to man, um, is putting someone in jail for four months because they went outside their hotel because Rona. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the reason she broke quarantine was because she wanted to watch her boyfriend compete in a jet ski competition. Okay, then she should have got there two weeks earlier. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and that's like that's that's how I like when I look at you know the people that were getting outraged about it and all that kind of shit. No, don't go to other countries and break their laws. That's that's how that works. Well, that's that you figure out what the laws are first. Yep. And you're like, hey, you're under quarantine. And she, she knew. You know damn well she knew. Oh, you couldn't have. Probably thought you couldn't have bought the tickets without knowing. No, no, she probably thought she was going to get a five hundred dollars fine, and then like, whatever, I'll pay it. Um, you know, if she's flying to Cayman Islands, you know what I mean. She's not poor, um, so she probably figured she'd get her. But then four months in jail, like, dude, no one would have thought that. Well, and apparently her dad is, you know, some sort of, you know, does these competitions too, and is getting dropped by sponsors and, you know, just, uh, yeah. So the crazy thing is to so listen to this, the, the lengths people go through like, to see boyfriends. It reminded me of a story. I was uh, catching up with my cousin because we always get together in between Christmas and New Year's in Canada. And oh, we yeah. Each other. We can't see each other this year. So we, we talked on the phone for, you know, I don't know, a good hour. And he was saying the girl, one of the girls that works for me is a dentist and she's one of the hygienists. She wanted to see her boyfriend in uh, Detroit. She can't go across the border. So she went, drove to Toronto, flew to Chicago, drove from Chicago to Detroit. And I'm like, just so she could spend a weekend with her boyfriend. And I'm like, that's, 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 what, that's what the Canadian citizens are doing to, to, uh, to get over here. 
I guess I'm surprised. Even going to Toronto, like Toronto to Chicago, aren't you? Well, no, I guess it's only at the border. But yeah, no. But I mean, going back, didn't she have to quarantine? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask about going back. I thought it was. I thought. I thought they were in the same. But like, it was a, like if when you come back, it's a two week quarantine. If you come back from the U.S. My comment. I told him. I'm sure. <laughs> Hope it was worth it. No, I just said it was probably. I go, you know, you know, the dick is good when she's doing all that. That's what. I mean, yeah. Hope it was worth it. Um. Well, and I guess you know we we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, dude. Apparently, this new mutation, um, of of COVID that's out in Britain, um, is is not screwing around. Uh, they had if I have a, a buddy uh, who's one of the he's a comic book creator. Is in he lives in London, and this entire time he's been posting about you know just basically how much uh, how idiotic people are that kind of stuff. So I mean it was kind of nice to see that there's another country dealing with the same crap that we are, um, and then all of a sudden like their their case numbers just started skyrocketing, and uh, he's like he's in London, so he's right in the middle of this whole level four lockdown thing they just instantiated, and I guess this new mutation is at least seventy percent more infectious. So wait, so there was a there was a strain in April that was that had the most like that one had the most deaths. That one was the really hard one. Yep. Then the other one, the big spike was in November, and that one was more like a light flu. Like yep. For, this is from everything I like. This one's worse than yes. Which one? Uh, this is worse than both of them, as far as they know so far, because there hasn't been so enough time to show. There hasn't been enough time. Yes, this is a new variant. Um, so you know what it is like. It, it, you know what I think is going on. It's like when something needs to, to be shut down. Like it's like the, like letting out the butterflies in Wuhan. They make a phone <laughs> call going, "Release the house, release the house." No. Yeah. So and uh, like if you read a lot of the back channel communications that are going on, and, and this is kind of interesting, is they think this may have been caused actually by a single patient um, who was immunocompromised, and so they kept pumping uh, them full of. Uh, remdesivir and Regeneron um, trying to knock it out of their system but didn't keep them hospitalized. And so the COVID that they had kept mutating to stay a step ahead of whatever they were pumping into their system um, and got you know bigger, better, faster, stronger um, and wasn't hospitalized and so kept walking around spreading it to whoever they were usually spreading it to any or were going to be spreading it to anyway and that's why it got so widespread and so virulent so quickly. Did you hear about the guy that died on the plane? Yes. There's things, so like that it's such a split story because apparently he had a heart attack but they're like no he had rona he died of rona and they're like do you just die on like like that and they go he, apparently he had he had the symptoms but then he had a heart attack also well um, i mean that's the those, you know did the kick kill him no the fall did right yeah that's that's the whole thing you know you know was he suffering from you know basically oxygen deprivation and thickening of the blood that was causing the heart to work harder, which caused the heart attack. I mean, that's the, yeah. Right. Back to the UK lockdown. The crazy thing about this is that this is affecting shipping into and out of the country. Yep. Uh, which is a huge problem because all of that's supposed to be done by the end of the year because of Brexit. Because of, you know, that's, and that's the thing. Yeah. So now it's, they're, they're getting ready to go through that whole Brexit thing and they don't know how this is going to impact that yeah all the well, channel traffic is they're stopped. an island too so th- this is kind of uh like 
contained? Did they? Is it locked down? Can you travel in and out? No. Oh, dude, like nobody's ex- it, it, nobody's accepting flights from England right now. Like basically, all the European countries went. No, we're good. You're you're out. You're locked out. No, but what I'm saying, like just the the rules, like if it's on lockdown, like how the hell is it still going this strong? Because like I can understand the U.S. We're just open. You know, pretty uh, much. just people there on the island are it's spreading among residents. This long, jeez, it's a thing. Uh, January twentieth, my friends. January twentieth, right? Um, <laughs> you see, we've 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 and they've actually been an, an, an advertiser on this show before, so I feel a little bad. Um, but Robin Hood got slapped with a sixty-five million dollar fine. Uh, for misleading people, <laughs> go figure, um, about how easy it would be to make money and how easy it would be to handle stocks and how easy. I mean, you remember that we do. We've talked the story. We know we've talked about the story about the kid that committed suicide because he went like all of a sudden because of the margin calls that he made. He was like seven hundred thousand dollars in debt in fifteen yeah. minutes. Um, well, they should say it's easy <clears throat> to make a trade. It's not easy to make money. Well, yeah. Well, so and that's the thing. Like, and I guess like one of the studies that was in this lawsuit was basically people who didn't use Robin Hood by and large made more money than people that did. <laughs> I have one share of something for when I signed up for the trial with yeah. a sponsor and I got to figure out how to close my account. Like I have to set up a link it to a bank account so they can deposit that dollar 65 before that they just, let me close my account. I'm like, you can like, have the money. Just close my account. Right. I know. I get something from like uh, Charles Schwab. I have like 83 cents. I'm like, just kill it. Just close yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 does it not cost you more to mail me these things than it does yeah. to? Yeah. But those dumb lawsuits, it's like saying suing Hershey's because like there's no milk in my chocolate bar. Red Bull does not actually give me wings. Yeah. They, they tried to sue them for that. I'm No, they did sue them for that. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And there was the lawsuit back when Pepsi points were a thing where people tried to trade in like there was a cash equivalency, so people tried to buy the Harrier jet. Yeah, because they, they got it though. They, they Pepsi said this many things for that, and the guy legitimately got it. Yeah, th- that was pe- that was on Pepsi. That was their sh- that was their Yeah, if you actually put it out there, you have to honor it. That's that's it wasn't the thing. Like coffee's hot, like no shit. No, this was like yeah. How much of the money did they have to give him anyway? Because like the guy's like, I got a Harrier jet. And they're like, uh, no shit. Yeah, there was some people, uh, some people Japanese pooling their points. Yeah. Um, and so you know, good to see. Just you know, we, we are we're talking about you know all the restaurants that are shut down and all that kind of stuff. Bedrock, um, is doing a thing called Dead. Uh, excuse me, um, decked out Detroit. Um, where, you know, they've built a lot of pergolas, uh, you know, around the areas where they have uh, tenants, uh, whether it be restaurants, bars, that kind of stuff, uh, to be open air seating, um, you know, with heat lamps and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and the participating restaurants are all hooked into the app and you can get, you know, takeout, you know, food from here, drinks from there or whatever, uh, free parking, um, all that kind of stuff, which is very, very cool to see. Yeah, do something. Yeah. So I like seeing that. Um, yeah, I know. Like, dude, I I was stunned. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think Friday and yeah, Friday and Saturday. I was at DSC, packed seating again both nights. Um, you know, with with an hour plus wait time, and I think that's the thing. Like, people are like people want to go out and do stuff, and 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 the very few places that are open that are doing it well and doing it safely. 
I think have a better shot at, at making it through this. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, they're still not open on Mondays and Tuesdays because uh, those, you know, those nights were dead. Um, you know, Wednesdays and Thursdays, they're closing at nine because that's about when the crowd dies. Sundays, they close at nine. Um, but I mean, it's it's it is good to see some semblance of traffic, you know, down in that area at all. Normalcy. They need normal. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, no, I was listening to Valenti, and he was talking about, you know, you know, like what sports are going to look like, you know, next season. It's like you're going to have to show your vaccination card, you know, papers, please. Um, what's that going to look like? Uh-huh. Are they going to leave it all spaced out still? Or, you know? Well, yeah, apparently the NHL is getting ready to come back in January with that. They've realigned all the all the divisions again. Um, I guess there's a Canada only division so they can keep all the Canadian teams away from the U.S. teams. Um, you know, during all this, they've got, you know, the, you know, the, the wings are back, you know, playing with a lot of the central teams. So, I mean, it'll be, it is. I mean, that's, that's a lot of, you know, God, you know, who knows when, you know, full stadiums or, you know, concerts, that kind of stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, well. We're going to wrap things up for this episode 379 of the IT and the D show. I'd like to thank uh, Becky and Matt for hanging out with us, talking Star Wars, talking Mandalorian. Um, on behalf of Bob, Dave, and Randy, do us all a favor. Drink up your drinks. Get your phone numbers. You don't got to go home. You just got to get the hell out of here. See you next week. Drive careful. Beat it. Have a good night, folks. All right.